What have you done with the children? Oh, let's not talk about them. <laughs> Is that downstairs with Daddy Daycare? Oh, well, they okay? That's not. I can't. That's not a knocking sound where they're trying to get out of the cupboard. You've locked them into. <laughs> yeah, I've locked them in the wardrobe, like the British Empire. I keep them in a little drawer. Oh my God, that's a throwback, isn't it? The British Empire. Do you remember? Yeah, I do. Yeah, the lady who put the babies in the in the drawers. Yeah. She didn't have any kids. Oh my gosh. Well, we have with us or coming in to join us shortly, Joe Martin who is somebody I think we've both known for a long time. She's got a a fabulously interesting hairdressing career, working with the brands as technical trainer. I know she's been with brands including Weller and Schwarzkopf, but also... GHD. Yeah, she's she's specialised in hair tools, I think, which she's been with GHD, Babyliss, uh, Hot Tools. I know she helped them launch in the UK. But Jo, these days, has her own business. So I think she's Mm -hmm. a sort of brand expert launch marketing she's big on education as well isn't she she's kind of really about you know getting the real potential out of people and also a big name in the industry because she's been very involved with the likes of the fellowship so she's very um very conscious of the industry and the directions that we all need to be going in and joining her is a lady who i've not yet met in person but have followed a lot both on instagram and online melissa timpley yeah the owner of Melissa Timpley Salons, which launched about four years ago, I think, um, at the very end of 2016, I read. She launched her salon in the north. She was with Sassoon for quite a long time and actually worked as an educator in the Sassoon Academy in London. But she's very much moved her field of um, expertise from cutting or alongside cutting, because she hasn't given one up, to also embrace colour magnificently. So she put herself through things like the Weller Colour Expert degree. So we're going to talk to them about communication. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see whether we've improved on our communication over the uh, lockdowns. That's right, so haven't been forced to, whether necessity is the mother of invention, as they say. Have we all got better at communicating, whether it's online or live or in your ear, like our podcast? So I think it'll be really interesting to get their take on it and hopefully share some good ideas with our listeners. Brilliant. Let's bring them in. I can hear the doorbell going now. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's do that. Let's put the kettle. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Respectfully Podcast. I'm Lauren Stone. And I'm Nikki Pope. And today we've got some great guests with us. We've got Melissa Timpley and Joe Martin. So welcome ladies. Thanks for joining us. Melissa, I think you're talking to us from Manchester. I am. Where I'm here from have... Manchester City Centre. <laughs> looking very very um, sunny up there and joe where are you where are we talking to you well i'm not far away from melissa i'm just on the outskirts of manchester i'm in cheshire so we're, oh, we're in the northern girls city. today yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 so north We've got the north and south divide <laughs> north and south divide <laughs> well we we thought it'd be really interesting to have a conversation with you about communication and have we got any better so we are sadly coming up to the year's mark nearly where since salons have been closed for the first time and open and closed and so on we've seen such a big move we've all gone online we've got some great digital things happening people are doing lives on facebook on instagram we've got reels now we've got clubhouse even which is the newest thing um but are we getting any better at it we thought that was quite an interesting question because i think in the beginning it was a triumph of of will over skill yeah. <laughs> if you like there was a, um and i did find myself thinking in it was definitely of, quantity over quality yeah in april <laughs> and may last year it was about like just because you can go online doesn't mean you should so i'm going to start off with zoom 
which is the way that we're all seeing each other today. Lauren and I have Zoomed most days of the week for the last 10 months with the team yeah. at Respect. And I see Nikki more than I see my husband. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good thing I'd like you to add. Yeah. <laughs> so I've never even heard of Zoom before. Is it something, do you, do you use Zooms or Teams or Googles? How do you connect with your team, Melissa? You know, I think it's a really interesting question The has communication got better because we're we are hairdressers we are used to communicating with yeah. people but more on a personal you know the human touch sort yeah. of way and I think for me what's been really interesting with communication is we've had to learn to adapt and mm-hmm. hairdressing is still one of the only things that you can't buy online but our communication of how we communicate not only with clients but with the team has now had to go online for us to mm-hmm. grow and survive yeah. in this yeah. crazy it's quite time. An interesting paradox. Absolutely, yeah. 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 And yeah. Zoom for for me personally and my business has been incredible. It has allowed us to have team meetings and motivate the team and uh you know we've even done client consultations via Zoom. Um but what I love about Zoom is that you can see people it's not just a quick message or an email you still it's the best way we found that you still get the most personal touch out of an online communication Mm -hmm. i mean we've even had an online zoom baby shower in lockdown yeah Yeah, we we hosted um a baby shower for one of our girls it's our first salon baby and that was the closest we could get to the real thing to being together together yeah do you compared to last lockdown then and this lockdown with Zoom and your team, do you feel like it's kind of stepped up a gear, like your team have been more receptive to it this time around or Yeah. I mean we've even paid for Zoom now. That's how um, important oh, well, it is for our business. Serious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've all yeah. upgraded in the world. And and Joe, let's bring you in. How have you found the the visual connectivity on the screen? Do you whether it's Zooms or Teams or yeah, I think going back to back in last March when it all started, it was a bit scary. People were really fearful of actually, because, mm-hmm. you know, we are very tech savvy on, you know, on our social media. But when it comes to using tablets or laptops and facing people, you know, on a screen, most hairdressers aren't used to doing that. As Melissa said, no. you know, we're very personal people. We, we communicate with people in the salon on a daily basis. But for me... Sometimes in my business, I've spent a lot of time uh, on similar kind of platforms previously because I've worked with a lot of people overseas. So, um, you know, when we've had meetings in the past, uh, we've, you know, have had meetings with Australia or South Africa, you know, at different times of the day, then we've been on similar platforms where we've had video um, conferencing. Mm -hmm. But zoom is so easy to use and you can jump on a call i prefer to jump on a call even on a one-to-one with a video call that we can see each other and have a chat than just be on the phone and holding the phone up to to my Mm. ear now and that's even on a professional side uh, even on a personal side as well because you know you don't get to see your friends as often as as you used to and it's just so nice to just see people's faces and yeah and also you can if you know people really well, you can gauge from the way that they are and the way that they look, how they're feeling as well. So yeah, if they yeah, need absolutely. that extra bit of support or, you know, yeah. 
What about in terms of education as well, Joe? How how has the delivery of education through Zoom? Been? Um, I, do you know it's been very successful. Um, obviously, from I, I work very very closely with the fellowship, and mm. um, over the past two years, I've been working really closely on a project uh, which is a digital platform, and especially through the last um, eight to nine months. They've been delivering some really great online workshops for members. Okay. So it was, yeah. they started off with smaller groups because, as you know, you've just mentioned, Nikki, sometimes you, you don't know which is the right amount of number. So we start off with a small amount. So it feels quite intimate. Um, you know, even at the beginning, have that little bit of a conversation about housekeeping, about etiquette, uh, you know, maybe, you know, put yourself on mute and then, you know, use the, you know, either a hand gesture or you can use, you know, little, you know, you want to, you know, put a note into the comments um, to obviously have a conversation. But I think education works really, really well on Zoom. Um, it's more challenging when it comes to um, technical or hands-on. Um, because that's yeah, slightly different but I think we can still you know we can still learn a lot we can still have a lot of inspiration through whether it's even somebody doing a conversation about uh, you know talking about maybe um, a photographic shoot or where they get their inspiration from. So Melissa with a clientele to keep in touch with what's been the saving way of communicating with the clientele so obviously you have talked about zoom but what about social media or email what's been the key way to communicate with your clients rather than your team obviously? i think you know we've got to remember that most people now are working from home so they are using the internet a lot more than perhaps they would have done if they were commuting into the office for example um so what we found with clients um that worked really well for us was emails and text messages, but not necessarily your usual marketing text and email messages, more personal, more checking in, seeing if they're okay, sharing hints and tips of how to look after the hair at home, rather yeah. than the usual marketing strategy of, you've not come in for your six week hair appointment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we found we got a lot of people who, so we predominantly used email, just so that it wasn't bombarding people and people could read it in their own time. And we attached pictures, we gave little updates of everyone on the team. We wanted to communicate a positive message to clients because at the time, nobody knew and everyone was a little bit up in arms as to what was going on with the world. We were all in the same boat. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we had so many people who messaged us to say, you know, thanks for checking in on me. It wasn't a great day today. Really liked you uplifting message and it wasn't necessarily all hair 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 it was just yeah. checking in with people yeah, and that's what hairdressers in. are great at you know we yeah. are with people through milestones of the life we're with people from the weddings to the first baby to the daughter having the prom and all these yeah. special occasions and lockdown and coronavirus is just another milestone that we are here to help them get through in lockdown i've seen a real strength coming from groups on Facebook seems to be a good one. You know, there's a couple of very notable ones which we've name checked a lot who I think have been really important and actually put Facebook back on the map in a way that we'd all thought, oh, you know, Facebook's gone now. It's all about Instagram. Mm -hmm. But actually some of the groups and some of the support groups. And then within that, I often hear other salon owners talk about the fact that they have a sort of mini support group of other salon owners who they either were friends with or identify with at certain levels. Has, has either of you 
come across that or found that useful? Oh, I sorry. Think... Sorry, Melissa. Oh, yeah. sorry, Gemma. <laughs> Two northerners speaking at the same time. <laughs> That's okay. I was just going to say, as a, as a business owner, I think the hairdressing industry has always been great communicators. We have. But this has made us come together as an industry as a whole. This has been freelancers, apprentices, business owners. Everyone as a whole has come together and communicated because we are all actually in the same boat, whether you're employed or freelance mm-hmm. or, yeah. or what. And the communication has definitely helped with Facebook, like you said, Nikki, and Instagram. And it's really, you know, strengthened us as a whole industry. And that's one positive that... I definitely can take from the lockdown situation um, yeah. is that we have learned to to become a whole industry, not just these little clicks of whether you're yeah. employed or self-employed. Yeah, no, yeah. and 100%. Yeah. I completely agree with what you're saying, Melissa. And it's the same for me. You know, you you look at the Facebook groups and the comments that people make, and you know, even some people are having a bad day. Everybody's supporting them. If people are looking for yeah. advice on how they can, you know, generate more revenue in revenue in their business or just anything to do with the industry or just well-being, they're there. And mm-hmm. it's you know, we are. I think we've always been a real great community uh, as an industry but I think even now we're as Melissa just said we're much stronger we're more united and and hopefully you know when we do come out of this it will still continue because I think it's given us time as well to reconnect with people Uh, we've got more time on our hands than we've ever had Um, we do spend a lot of time online and connecting with people but I think more so even more than ever we've reconnected with people in a different way because a lot of the time we we tend to kind of just send the odd text message to people how are you you know but we're we're properly kind of engaging either picking up the phone going on sort of like you know virtual calls and things with with, um, other people so I I think it's uh, it's it's been a, a, a good a positive experience in communication um, in that way for the industry. Um, what what kind of what parts of this new communication would you like to keep as as we move out of coronavirus? Hopefully, eventually, what what things can you see sticking? For me, well, I I think the the big forum groups and the Facebook groups. I think they I hope that they will continue because they're so yeah. supportive. And, you know, for people that, like Melissa mentioned, freelance people, a lot of the time, if you're in a salon or you're in a group, you've got your group WhatsApp, you've got your your team support. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of people that work alone or have a salon with just one or two members. And it's great to feel part of a bigger community to, Mm -hmm. you know, to not only be supportive, but... Uh, to be inspired and, and, and also know what's available because sometimes if you are working yeah. alone you don't actually know what's available as even for education or events that are happening because you might be uh, let's say like me and Melissa are, are up in the north there's not much, as much happens up in the Manchester you know Leeds area as there is in London so unless you're mm-hmm. part of a bigger community you don't realize how many opportunities there are to get to get engaged with either bigger groups um or events as well which you know can take you to into different sort of like opportunities for your career as well i think for me having the education online actually has Mm. been fantastic because when i work in the salon you know i'm working seven days a week usually yeah and 
I don't have the opportunity to go on courses, especially when the course dates are only maybe released three or four months in advance. I'm fully booked for the year. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it is that busy yeah. and people want us that much in the salon. So for me being able to have the online education, especially the playback ones that I can then, you know, watch it as I get back home yeah. or that has yeah. been invaluable for me in this lockdown. Yeah. And there's been so many people who've been able to offer it. It's quite a saturated market at the moment, but there is yeah. a lot of different p price points and a lot of people offering it for that there's something for everybody. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think it's interesting, and I think the way some of the, you know, some of the bigger branded things. There's a there was a one of the uh, brands launched a new collection last week, um, uh, with a live YouTube, which you can still go and revisit. They've had something like ninety four thousand views in six days, and you just think actually that's an incredible reach. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it was it's always best to to be there in person if you can in some ways but actually i think this whole experience has shown us that it's not it's not necessarily a sloppy second to have to watch something on a screen no. that there are well and also as as we open up like you guys in up north it would mean that you wouldn't have to come down to every event in london just to be there you can still be a part of it online and hopefully that will stick I, yeah, yeah i believe that especially like the the big events that that happen even the one that happened on mm. monday you know the uh, business events you know yeah. It, not many people even when it is live you'll only get a number of people that can actually go to the attend and, and attend yeah, so there may be only like four to five hundred people but you know there's another five thousand people that possibly want to actually watch mm -hmm. it and 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 interact and if the, you know we're getting much better at doing these events and hopefully when we do come back to, you know get back to some kind of normal um, you know times again there can be a lot more hybrid events so it, we can there can be the online part as well that you can watch live or you can go back and watch but if you're watching live there's opportunities to interact and feel as though you're experiencing Absolutely, that at the same yeah. time as well which I think is yeah. is something that we've learned and possibly we we thought about prior to the lockdown and this situation but actually it's opened our eyes a little bit to be a little bit more creative and look at the different opportunities yeah. to engage with a not just even a, a national audience but a global audience as well yeah, yeah absolutely yeah and, and to raise standards a bit as well because there are things you know for me as a media person either doing events or attending events I think that there's a slight difference between what you would do for a live event and what you would do for um, something that's filmed and sometimes you can get away with something as a live show in the moment but actually when you look at the photographs of it afterwards you think oh okay that was a you know that it, it's meant to be live it's not meant to be captured but if it's if it's broadcast and you can go back and rewind you have to make sure that the production values are good because it can be very off-putting if there's either technical difficulties or if you know there's actually the makeup you know it's like being on tv you see people's faces much more close up than you would if they were on a stage so stage mm -hmm. makeup is one thing tv makeup's another so it's just understanding those sort of things so i think we we do need to make sure that we take that on board and learn that and i think that mm -hmm. we are we've seen some really brilliant things done over the year things that started at the beginning of the year which now we would do better but I still think people have to remember that it is different being on screen where you can be examined and rewound. And yes, yeah. it's like high, defi high definition, um, you know, cameras. Yes, they pick up yeah. every blemish and everything. So yeah, yeah. yeah. 
which which the press talks about quite a bit you know they talk about this whole lockdown thing and people only dressing from the waist up and that's why blouses have got bigger and <laughs> you know people are still in their tracksuit bottoms and that kind of thing I don't do that because I'm always paranoid that if I have to stand up and go and get to the door or something you're all going to see <laughs> so but I think that's something you know as hairdressers and as as visual people we can share with clients as well you know there's yeah. there's definitely a thing about being on screen there is a definite skill to it and about you know doing your hair you know to make the party at the front and business at the back sort of thing I think... funnily enough <laughs> I was actually speaking to um, a dentist and I think from from a hair point of view, people have been able to leave the hair whilst they're on Zoom. They can use a root spray, they can tie it up, they can put a mm -hmm. treatment on it. I think for the hair industry, it's been great that people are embracing the natural grey. Like we're doing a lot of grey blending when people come back to us to embrace the natural. But what the dentist was saying to me is whilst you're on screen and you're looking at yourself, people are noticing things that they never noticed so oh. like the teeth they have had an increase in Invisalign um really people, yeah people going for dental treatments because you know they've not spent money on a holiday um no. they're probably sick of doing the house there's that much DIY that's been going on and when you go out you're wearing a mask anyway but people are noticing these flaws via Zoom, probably because of the well, you, HD. You don't look at yourself enough, do you? Like, yeah. you, know, you... Oh my God, so I've got a long list of things I'm going to do when I <laughs> various aspects of, of my upper body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about um, communications to you? What's your experience, both of you, um, of the companies, the brands, the corporates, have they kept in touch with you? I mean, I have noticed, interestingly, some companies have gone very quiet, probably for lots of different reasons. Um, but equally, I have noticed that with time on their hands, their businesses have been revisiting their suppliers, thinking, oh, you know, does anybody know a really good company that does this? Or I'm thinking of changing my supplier for that. You know, there's been quite a lot of chat about that. Do you, do you feel as though brands have realised that this is a, an unusual but in some ways a you know, golden opportunity to communicate with people who perhaps they wouldn't have got the attention of before long question do you I, want to go? i'll edit it i'll edit a lot of it out don't worry <laughs> can, can we have a do you want to go melissa and then because i spoke last time do you want to jump in um i think personally we've been really lucky with our brands they have checked in and wanted to support us um but from the facebook groups what i loved was when people were really struggling for, let's say, the PPE, which was such a big subject back in um, March to May, before we back opened in July, yeah. people were sharing where they got the PPEs from. And, you know, we, we must have spent, truthfully, £2,000 on visors trying to find the ones that were the most comfortable that we could wear for nine hours a day. We tried the foam ones, mm -hmm. we tried the little headband ones, we tried everything. And it was so great on that Facebook group to find what was working for people and what wasn't. And in the end, we went for some with glasses on that we just found didn't hurt our heads after nine hours of oh, yes, we prolonged those, yeah. wear. And things like that, I felt, were great from a brand perspective mm. that people if they didn't like them they posted it and if they did like them they posted it and that helped you make your own mind up not no mm -hmm. one was set to one brand with like the face masks and the visors and I found that was really helpful that you weren't stuck in a little box as to who you should and shouldn't be buying from 
I've um, a lot of my friends that are in the industry um, have been talking about the different brands that they obviously associate themselves with in the salons and some of the brands have really um, been communicating extremely well even more than they had even you know before lockdown because you know the, the teams are not on the road the teams are working from home and they've been connecting with all of their accounts checking in on them doing team um, meetings doing team trainings if they're an educator doing team trainings with the team and and i think some you know some haven't been able to do that because of some circumstances of some of businesses but some have really shone out uh, there some of the big brands have shone out in the industry and been a, a, extremely supportive and i think are in a much stronger place than they were even 12 months ago you know and and hopefully yeah. when we do come out of this lockdown then they'll, they'll be even stronger and supportive of the salons as well. I think quite a lot of what we've been talking about with the communications that have worked and that we've learned to do better is almost making yourself quite vulnerable, quite visible, quite contactable, mm -hmm. quite sort of out there. You know, you've put a film out, people can rewind it, they can look at every aspect of it, they can study it. But equally, the good side is that we've now gone really fast forward with this idea of endorsement. So it's what you were saying, Melissa, about people sharing um, ideas and then posting, yes, this worked or no, that didn't. So on the one hand, we've made ourselves more vulnerable with the way we've communicated, even making yourself visible on a screen, for example. But equally, the good thing is that you can get lots of feedback, you can get lots of... So it's that TripAdvisor uh, aspect of the industry, isn't it? You know. In the last few years, the explosion of the customer endorsement that now I actually get into the habit of checking the reviews before I buy something. And we've mm. kind of almost fast-tracked hairdressing with that a bit, whether it's between ourselves, talking and responding and liking or watching or how many views has this had, how, many, how much feedback you've got, you know, do people like what you're doing? So I think that's quite an interesting aspect to the, the change in communications that we're doing in the last few, few months. We found that on Instagram, Nikki, we did a lot of um, Instagram TV tutorials and um, videos that clients could watch and re-watch and download. We emailed it to our clients. The, the main one that got the most traction was the how to trim your own fringe at home because people needed to know that. And that yeah. wasn't, we didn't do that to benefit the business or the salon in any way. We just did it to lend a helping hand to people who were struggling at home and mm. that really helped people and you know the the benefit of that for us was we got a lot of instagram followers and a lot of endorsements from clients that you know tagging us in the pictures and saying i've just tried this tutorial yeah, it's just... fantastic um but i think you've got to put yourself out there and you've got to communicate and you've got if you're not a good if you're not a good communicator on um zoom or online or instagram or whatever your media source we've got the time to learn and we're going to need to learn otherwise it's sink or swim this is the way the world's going for the foreseeable future and it may all go back to normal but we've got to learn to embrace it now 
Yeah, mm-hmm. it won't, it'll go back to normal, but with changes, won't it? You know, things that we've learned. Yeah, I think I, I, I completely agree with, with you saying that, Melissa, because, you know, watching your, I've seen your tutorials and they've been great, you know, for, it's all the sell on top tips, it's for your clients, isn't it, as well? And I think that's what's really important for a salon is to keep the communication going with their clients whilst we're in lockdown, giving them top tips, like you said, like trimming your fringe, but giving them ideas how to style the hair at home, you know, quickly to just make themselves feel good because yeah. especially if you if you your hair's good you feel better you stand up taller yeah. you know you're better on your zoom call or even on a conversation <coughs> yeah. you just it makes you feel good you know and if those if yeah. you you know as hairdressers we know how to style our own hair but we've got all of the clients and you know friends that are out there oh. that are looking you know looking to us to say like gosh how can I feel and look better you know and, and watching yeah. and taking a few tips from people it gives them an up, and uplift that's what people are going to remember yeah it really it? uplifts yeah. them as well and well it, it is and I think there's been so much anxiety about um our hairdressers giving away too much information don't encourage clients to do their own hair don't you know there's been there's a real you know two sides of the argument aren't there people who are doing that and then there is a lot of anxiety personally I just think hairdressers do it because if you don't do it it's much better to have melissa timpley telling me how to cut my fringe than nagaman chetty on the bbc breakfast news declaring that she's just cut her own hair and it's easy so <laughs> if you don't own it as an industry if you do, as hairdressers if you don't own that um and, and communicate the advice somebody else will and they won't be hairdressers yeah. and i think that's far more undermining so you know of course we don't want people trying to to do everything at home and of course we we don't want people taking over their own coloring services but you know that ultimately they're not going to be able to do it to the standard that you do and if they can then frankly why are you a hairdresser you know i mean it's sort of you know just seize it it's just about sharing some top tips to get people through is to you know yeah, we're absolutely. all in this together yeah. you know and if you can share anything to make anybody's day that little bit brighter and to make them feel good then you know we as a as a hairdresser you know have that you know opportunity to do that and we're not we're not teaching them to be hairdressers i think you know at the very beginning of lockdown there was a lot of oh there was a lot on social media about shall we do this shall we do not there was a lot of people with tutorials and it's you know it's down to the individual themselves i think but you know if you're going to look after and you're doing those tutorials for your own clients to make them feel better to take them through the next couple of weeks until the next you know opportunity to go into the salon then i personally think it's a good thing because it makes people feel good and we need to look after ourselves at the moment and be kind to ourselves totally absolutely absolutely Oh, goodness. Well, thank you very much. I feel as yeah. though we've... Um, More we've... communication now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very exciting for you, Laura, because normally you're teaching two small boys... Oh, I know, yeah, exactly. ...schoolwork, and now you've had change three grown-ups to speak to at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for joining us, ladies. Thank, thank you. Like we've put much. the world to rights there. We've been the four of us. Thanks for having me. Good. I've really enjoyed the conversation. Brilliant. Thank you. Brilliant. Thank, Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Nikki and Lauren. It's been lovely. lovely. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much to Melissa and um, Joe for joining us. That was a great chat. Um, and as we said, we all communicated out. Um, but if you like what you listen to, then please um, follow us on Respectfully Podcast. You can rate and review us to push us up the charts, which would be fantastic. Thanks so much for joining. Thank you very much. See Take you next care. time. Bye. Bye.